Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi guys and welcome to the What For podcast, the podcast that asks exactly that. Before we get to the episode today, I wanted to acknowledge the tragic events of the past week. I published part one of my interview with Claudia Salquillo on World Women's Day. And in between then and now, the news about Sarah Everard came out. I wanted to say I'm so sorry and send my love and support to those affected relatives, loved ones, and the countless women who have to worry consistently about how they're going to get home safe at night. And I wanted to say to my male listeners, step up. We can do more. We can always do more. We can read more. We can listen more. And we can take actions to make women's lives safer. Um, I'm not the best informed, uh, most articulate person on the subject, but there are countless resources out there. And if you want any recommendations, get in touch. On that note, let's listen to Claudia Salquillo. Um, I was so grateful when Claudia agreed to chat to me. She is a shining light in what can sometimes be a pretty dark world. I hope this chat inspires you as much as it did me. It's funny because my my mentors, when they start, they always think that I have no fear about anything. And I love that because, of course, I do have fears. I just don't allow them to block me. I just don't allow my fear to drive my journey. I just listen to it. I know that I need it to survive as a human being in this world. And I'm really grateful for it to be there. So when, when it speaks to me, for instance, like, don't paint that canvas because it's so blank and I don't know what's the outcome. Just read a book because I know what happens when you read a book. Just don't paint that canvas. And I'm like, okay, thank you for your opinion. I will paint this canvas. I am committed to my creativity to lead the journey with me, not my fear. But yes, I do have fears. I, I am super scared of love, for instance. Love scares me, like romantic love. And and that's one of my biggest fears, like to be vulnerable in romantic ways. And I'm being very vulnerable telling this now, but being vulnerable scares me. Yeah, so that's one of my biggest fears. Open my heart in, 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 in romantic relationships. So yeah, of course I do have fears. I just don't allow them to stop me. Speaking then, even with the fear of the blank canvas, it's almost like you see it and channel that energy to bring you forward. And in, it's interesting you, you talk about love. It's, it feels like it's almost like the other side of the coin of not giving a fuck. <laughs> you were the one who made your story, who painted your art, who answered the questions with the books you read and the music you listened to. And the people around you were not the people giving you the answers you wanted and so you learn to not give a fuck but interestingly that that can almost come full circle to even when you might want to give a fuck they were not giving me answer they were giving me questions they were making me questioning that's the thing and i had to find the answers i think that's the point 
What do you mean exactly about the not giving a fuck? When you described it, you were like, there were people at school trying to bully you and you were like, the thing is, I don't give a fuck. And so it's hard to penetrate. But the idea that that level of independence and strength and not giving a fuck when it comes to something that is interrelational, like with, with someone outside of you, than the control that you've had in telling your story. I think that our biggest strengths are also our biggest weakness. I do realize that me being this strong, independent woman, like a role model for uh, some people and all of this, and also like not only that, but also like owning businesses, being the leader of my team, being a macho alpha in every part of my life, this is a really a strength in my in my life, and I'm really proud of, of, of that. But that's also my biggest weakness, because uh, I have trouble showing vulnerability only in the romantic way. Like with my friends, I'm the most loving, and I give them everything with my family. You know, it's only, it's in the romantic way. We could go so deep there, and I don't want to talk about I'm I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna excavate that any further. We talked about this like deep story about how you've become the productive creature that you are, and I was wondering, could you share with us a little bit about the tools you share to be productive for anyone? It's funny because people think that I am productive by nature, that I am like efficient by nature. And I'm a fucking mess, you know, like my brain is an artist's brain. And when I let it be, like, I, I have no structure. I'm just chaos. In order to have a structured life, I needed to, to build this structure around me. That's when I came with all this productivity madness. And if I, like, four things that I always, always tell my, my mentors is dream big, massive, imperfect action, Focus and move your ass. I think these four things are the key. First, the dream big would be like, allow yourself to get everything you want because I truly believe that you can get everything you want. Massive imperfect action. Have this humility of understanding that you're not that important. What you do is not that important and just do it. Done is better than good. And I always repeat this to myself and to my students. And then focus. Like, it's so easy to get distracted in this world. So fucking easy. Our smartphones are like fucking distraction machines. And we need to be focused. And I think that one of the reasons why people don't uh, reach their goals is because they just get distracted during the journey. And then move your ass. Take responsibility of your actions and just do it. Don't wait until something is perfect. Don't wait until you know enough. Because you will never, you will never know enough. It will never be perfect. And actually, nobody cares if it's perfect or not. So just do it. Just move your ass and take action. I think these four things are the key. And then I would add, uh, have a lot of fun. Always. I love it. I'm so into it. These are steps, actually, of like performative steps that I do myself. That's what I teach, like the system that I teach. When you like do these three things from love and from authenticity and from joy, it's like, how can you uh, make a mistake from that? And it's only about like breaking the, the mental barriers. Just be aware 
and move your ass move on oh my god what i did uh what this person think like oh my god was it good it's like just do it nobody cares you know just do it creating art is like a, a, a and sharing art mm. is a really vulnerable thing to do and i and i remember i left school one time i was like 12 years old i was with my brother's girlfriend who was like three years older than me and she said she was like look harry no one gives a fuck and i was like really upset and i was like oh like how can no one give a fuck i'm having such a bad and they were like no actually like even if you like do something really big people will just get on with their lives yeah absolutely absolutely and that is that is so relieving it's so empowering Yeah, is we think that we are so important and that everything that we do and all of that. And I understand that that's the the societal construction, you know. They want us like that. We are so important, we need so many things. But the truth is that we can do huge things, but we are not that important, you know. And nobody fucking cares if you left without saying goodbye if I'm honest, you know. And that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's my that's my So a lot of people think that I'm rude, you know, and it's not because it's just because I'm not a people pleaser at all. I'm the worst people pleaser ever. So sometimes I'm like, I just want to go. Nobody cares if I'm here or not. I just, I just will leave. I, I just, I'm just leaving and I just leave. Some people, when they are expecting, when they expect for others to please them, it's like, oh my God, Claudia is so rude. But actually it's just, for me, it's like, you don't even care. Like, you know, like, because we don't, we don't. Yeah, like, you, you care about the rule, but you don't actually care if I say goodbye. Exactly. We've talked about how like you've inspired yourself, but I was wondering who are the people who you've thought that's the person I want to be like? I have, you know, I call these expanders. Expanders are people that already have what you have. So they show you that what you want is possible. Right now in front of me, I have an exercise actually from my own productivity workbook from my program and I have like I think there are like 20 expanders in it expanders for business for art for as a mentor and as a woman and for me it's so common to see someone and be like I want this like she or he or they have this that I want you know and that's expanding me and I have like huge expanders in the different areas of my life for instance like my 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 mom would be one Marie Forleo, for instance, would be another one. Marie Forleo is a businesswoman, for me, one of the best. Paula Bonet is a Spanish uh, artist, actually from Valencia. She's, she's amazing. And so many, as a woman, I always had a lot of expanders. I remember when I was like 12 or 13, and I was so in love with uh, Nadia. I don't, I don't know how to say the, the, the second name, Tolokoniko or something like that. She's the founder of a Pussy Riot. And I remember watching the news, like reading the news on the internet, that she was in jail because she got naked or she sang in a, in a chart or something like that against Putin or something like that. And I was like, I want this. You know, I want to make this impact. And I want to like speak my mind the way that she does. So I have many expanders in my life for a lot of areas my grandma would be another one you know like the way she's so soft but so strong and so like elegant and so smart she would be one actually like i one day i want to have a podcast so you are also an expander for me because you have <laughs> that i already want you know so yeah like i see expanders everywhere and i learn from them it's about you know when people feel envy 
And, and these are really negative uh, feeling, but you can actually like just be aware of when you are feeling that and turn that envy, that negative feeling into like, this person is actually expanding me because she maybe she just has like a car that I want or a boyfriend that I would like to have or a house, you know, like one day I want to have a house like this. This person is expanding me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that your expanders stretch like that there there's a diversity there and, and i suppose that links to the conception of, of abundance that you share like that you don't have to have like your hero like yeah. number one and i love that you say that your mom and your grandma because at the beginning of the interview you're like i didn't have any expanders around me and now it's like yeah, I, I, changed, I changed i changed my perspective and no. they were there all the time no, you're right. You're right. Finding me in how to be a, like an, an amazing person. But like at the same way, in this point, as an adult, I realize, you know, when someone tells me like, you're like your mom, for me, I feel flattered. But when I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want that. I think a lot of kids have this with their parents, but uh, I was very active on like, I don't want to be like my mom. Like, I don't want to be this, but just because she was the one educating me. It's funny, speaking about when you grow older, initially you're like, oh, I don't want to be anything like my parents. And then as soon as you're like in your adulthood, you suddenly realize that actually they knew a lot more. It's like yeah. they learn a lot in a really short amount of time. Often I close my, my interviews with what, what brings you the most joy or what are you most proud of? But it's, it's quite exciting to hear you speak because you share what brings you joy and what you're proud of from the beginning. Most people are hesitant to say that, whereas part of what you do is you put that first. Do you know what I mean? I absolutely, and actually, like, I was about to tell you, like, let's, let's before we finish, let's talk about abundance, because I think it's important. And what you were saying, like, this, like, uh, like this sharing, it's all about abundance there's room for everyone in the world and and the good and the bad you know i want to be part of the the good ones and maybe i learned how to share from a very young age because i have a twin brother so we share everything i share everything until i was 10 years old with my twin so for me it's like i'm used to share and i love sharing and i learned when i became aware of that that it's just like abundance is one of the biggest qualities you can have in your life just giving and in order to receive as well just giving and receiving in everything and i'm absolutely abundant with everything one of the reasons is because i'm also really grateful i'm grateful for what i am that i made myself from abundance and i think abundance is 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 super important and for me that's one of the biggest qualities that a human being can have that you have to work in because it's absolutely anarchist. <laughs> it's super like anti-system to be abundant. And maybe that's why I, I really like it as well. But I think it's it's amazing. If I go through my goals with you, you would be like, oh my God, you, this woman, you know, because if I'm like, I just, I can have everything I want because I'm willing to work very hard for it. And I think that I deserve it. Self-worth is another huge thing, I think, to have in, 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 in life. And I think you can actually not have abundance in, in abundance if you don't have self-worth. But yeah, like for me, it's like, 
I love sharing just because you know why? Because I I don't care what people think about me. I don't think I'm that important to be honest. And and if I can just inspire one person to do whatever that will make them happier that makes me happy and that is not altruism let's make this clear like i don't believe in altruism i want to make people happy or 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 maybe like inspire them or teach them how to be more productive so they can be more happy because i think that um, happy people will make this world a better place if this place if this world is full of happy people the world would be so much more amazing and i really want to make this world a better place because i don't like it that much right now so it's not like it's not like i'm sharing because i want to like inspire people to be happy because i'm amazing no it's because i'm not that important if i can help you to be happy and we make this world a better place the world being a better place will make me happy so that's something that i also like make clear always you know like it's not about altruism. It's not about how amazing you are for helping people. You are helping people because that makes you happy. You are vegan because that makes you happy. You are uh, fighting for human equality because that makes you happy. You are feminist because that makes you happy. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't take a lot of effort and that is painful at the same time, but it makes you happy. That's the main reason why you do it and why you do things. That's my theory. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. I told you that conversation was great. If you haven't heard the first part, do flick back. I'm so grateful, as always, to anyone who takes the time to listen to one of these podcasts and to anyone who takes the time to talk to me. Get in touch if you feel like it. I'm on Instagram at whatforpodcast, and I love hearing from you guys. I'm really looking forward to publishing the many podcasts I've got recorded in the bank. So do subscribe, follow, any kind of support is gratefully received. Stay safe, stay well, and please look after each other.